0: All right, Wrestling With Theology fans, it is Thursday. We are digging deeper into the Psalms, the last Thursday of 2021, coming off of Christmas, getting ready for Epiphany, enjoying the time together with those that we love. And today we get Psalm 78, the second longest psalm in the Psalter, 72 verses, all of it about communicating history to the next generation. It is all about making sure that those who are coming up understand where we have been, so we don't cycle back around to repeat the mistakes of the past. Again, the old adage, those who refuse to learn history are doomed to repeat it. So, we have this psalm of Asaph that then gives us the great encouragement from history, from that time, likely between the splitting of the kingdom into north and south, so just after Solomon, you know, as Rehoboam and Jeroboam have their issue. And I'm really not going to have very many comments, because it is a very straightforward Psalm just going back through the history once again. So I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to read the seventy two verses for you this week. Psalm seventy eight. A mask of Asaph, Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old, things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders that he has done. The Ephraimites, armed with the bow, turned back on the day of battle. They did not keep God's covenant, but refused to walk according to his law. They forgot his works and the wonders that he had shown them. In the sight of their fathers, he performed wonders in the land of Egypt, in the fields of Zoan. He divided the sea and let them pass through it, and made the water stand up like a heap. In the daytime he led them with a cloud, and all the night with a fiery light." He split rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink abundantly as from the deep. He made streams come out of the rock and clo- caused waters to flow down like rivers. Yet they sinned still more against him, rebelling against the Most High in the desert. They tested God in their heart by demanding the food they craved. They spoke against God, saying, Can God spread a table in the wilderness? He struck the rock so that water gushed out and streams overflowed. Can he also give bread or provide meat for his people? Therefore, when the Lord heard, he was full of wrath. A fire was kindled against Jacob. His anger rose against Israel, because they did not believe in God and did not trust his saving power. Yet he commanded the skies above and opened the doors of heaven. And he rained down on them manna to eat and gave them the grain of heaven. Manna ate the bread of the angels. He sent them food in abundance. He caused the east wind to blow in the heavens, and by his power he let out the south wind. He rained meat on them like dust, winged birds like the sand of the seas. He let them fall in the midst of their camp, all around their dwellings. And they ate and were filled, for he gave them what they craved. But before they had satisfied their craving, while the food was still in their mouths, the anger of God rose against them, and he killed the strongest of them, and laid low the young men of Israel. In spite of all this, they still sinned. Despite his wonders, they did not believe." So he made their days vanish like a breath and their years in terror. When he killed them, he, they sought him. They repented and sought God earnestly. They remembered that God was their rock, the Most High, their Redeemer. But they flattered him with their mouths. They lied to him with their tongues. Their heart was not steadfast toward him. They were not faithful to his covenant. Yet he, being compassionate, atoned for their iniquity and did not destroy them. He restrained his anger often and did not stir up all his wrath. He remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passes and comes not again. How often they rebelled against him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. They tested God again and again and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember his power or the day when he redeemed them from the foe, when he performed his signs in Egypt and his marvels in the field of Zoan. He turned their rivers to blood so that they could not drink from their streams. He sent among them swarms of flies which devoured them and frogs which destroyed them. He gave their crops to the destroying locusts and the fruit of their labor to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamores with frost. He gave over their cattle to the hail and their flocks to thunderbolts. He let loose on them his burning anger, wrath, indignation, and distress, a company of destroying angels. He made a path for his anger. He did not spare them from death, but gave their lives over to the plague. He struck down every firstborn in Egypt, the first fruits of their strength in the tents of Ham. Then he led out his people like sheep, and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. He led them in safety, so that they were not afraid. But the sea overwhelmed their enemies, and he brought them to his holy land, to the mountain which his right hand had won. He drove out nations before them, he apportioned them for a possession, and settled the tribes of Israel in their tents. Yet they tested and rebelled against the Most High God, and did not keep his testimonies but turned away and acted treacherously like their fathers. They twisted like a deceitful bow, for they provoked him to anger with their high places. They moved him to jealousy with their idols. When God heard, he was full of wrath, and he utterly rejected Israel. He forsook his dwelling at Shiloh, the tent where he dwelt among mankind, and delivered his power to captivity, his glory to the hand of the foe. He gave his people over to the sword and vented his wrath on his heritage fire devoured their young men, and their young women had no marriage song. Their priests fell by the sword, and their widows made no lamentation. Then the Lord awoke as from sleep, like a strong man shouting because of wine. And he put his adversaries to rout, he put them to everlasting shame. He rejected the tent of Joseph. He did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but he chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loves. He built his sanctuary like the high heavens, like the earth, which he has founded forever." He chose David his servant and took him from the sheepfolds. From following the nursing ewes. he brought him to shepherd Jacob his people, Israel his inheritance. With upright heart, he shepherded them and guided them with his skillful hand. So far, Psalm 78. Very long psalm. And really, if you want to find a way to succinctly summarize everything from Exodus to 2 Kings or 2 Samuel, Psalm 78 is what you want because it goes from the Exodus all the way up to David being king and faithfully shepherding the people, leading them in and out with a skillful hand. And that is the great thing with Psalm 78. It is the history of the people. It is the history that we need to know of God's salvation and his saving acts and his joy in his people but the joy turns to wrath because we over and over and over again test him rebel against him but he is still there with his steadfast love still willing to work the wonders still willing to do the things that need to be done to save us which is exactly what he does in christ we see this great wonder We celebrate the incarnation with Christmas. We celebrate that being revealed to the Gentiles at Epiphany. And then we move on to Good Friday, where that sacrifice was made. That cup of wrath that we talked about last week was drunk down to the dregs by Christ. And while they killed him, he did not stay dead, but he rose again from the dead to show that God does have his people in the palm of his hand, in his steadfast love. Even when we rebel, even when we sin, he gives us the ability and the opportunity to repent. Every generation has had that issue. Every generation needed to learn, which is why we continue to teach the upcoming generation that they may also teach their children and their children after them so that this history does not get wasted away as if it's some fairy tale because it is very very real it is very very true and that as we go from 2021 to 2022 what i want you to remember that those who refuse to learn from history those who refused to deal with the reality of God we'll see what happens when there is no God in their life when there is no one to come and save them when they are left to nothing but everlasting torment we don't want that we want people to be with us in the everlasting joys of the father being at the marriage feast of the lamb in his kingdom which has no end the eternal joys of being with God in Christ. A long psalm, but a short program, as I said. There weren't very many comments to be made because I could sit here and talk for hours on this, just bringing up every little story from the Old Testament. But again, Asaph brings us to us, as we had last week, similar themes running all the way through all of Asaph's psalms, is that, To need to look to God for all that we need. And that is the most important thing. And he gives us Psalm 78 to be a reminder, a refresher of the history of God working through his people and for his people, so that we might remember that he will work for us as well. All right, this is Pastor Doug Minton, thanking you for digging deeper into the Psalms with me through most of 2021 and in Exodus before that. I thank you for all the support that you have given me throughout this year, and I wish you a very happy new year as you continue to dig deeper into the Psalms and the rest of the scriptures, even into 2022. Amen.